0: The sport of basketball was invented in 1891 by a Canadian man, James Naismith, right here in Bouncy Springfield, Missouri. (laughs) Talk about the Lion King. (laughs) No.
1: (laughs) Live to a hard drive from the 16th floor of the Hammonds Tower. You're listening to Spring Food, Mo, America's number one podcast about restaurants in Springfield, Missouri. I'm Andy Carr. I'm Dan Howell, and we will not rest until we've eaten it all 300 restaurants in Springfield, yeah, Missouri.
0: I think that's I think that's about where we locally landed. owned. Anyway, how's it going, Dan? I'm not too bad. Just uh, I don't know. I think you're pretty bad. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would say I'm bad to the bone. Um, I'm doing well, though. Wrapping up my week of vacation.
1: Oh, I didn't right even now. know that.
0: Yeah, yeah, he didn't tell me. I'm probably like,
1: giving him some work to do. <laughs> <You> know. <laughs>
2: You can chime in whatever. Oh good. Like. I can I'm allowed to speak <laughs> <Yeah>. that's good. <laughs> Wonderful. Did you go anywhere for vacation? Uh me and my lovely
0: girlfriend the dime piece herself number 101. I don't know what that means, but Number 101. Yeah, yeah I like that as a part of it. <laughs> 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 we went to St. Louis together oh, and yeah. saw Eleanor Friedberger up at the Ready Room. She was opening for Zebedo. Big Eleanor Friedberger fan. She's the best. Listen to her solo music in the Fiery Furnaces. They're very good. That's about it. We went to Courtesy Diner up there. You oh. gave me plenty of suggestions <laughs> of where to go. Did no. a slinger?
2: The slinger? What is yeah. that? As far as I know, the slinger is like a perfectly good breakfast, like normal eggs, bacon, sure. stuff like that. And then you sort of ruin it by pouring chili all over it. Oh, yeah. That does sound bad. <laughs> you, it, it's it like is a, a, a St. Louis tradition.
0: It's a 24-hour diner. Had I been there in the throes of my post-concert activities, I think a slinger probably would have been in order. Unfortunately, this was driving back home, a little breakfast before we drove home. I'm sure the
2: dime piece really appreciated that you didn't have that on the way home. (laughs) You know? The 101. um,
0: Yes. I I think she definitely did. Mm -hmm. We, We just normally like some good breakfast food before any road trip. And speaking of which, I know we haven't introduced our guest yet. But before we ever drive up to St. Louis or Kansas City. did you stop by the Crumble House? There's only one stop. And you know it's the Crumble House. <laughs> yes. We get a cornbread crumble every single time before we hit the road. I saw you get it. Go on a road. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, I love to watch. You were you know there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Jake was there too, right? Yep. Yes. Jake okay. showed ah. up around the same time delivering yeah. some of his delicious uh, vegan sausages. Good man. Yeah. Good man by all accounts. We can
1: talk about this, Vance. You, yes, sir. you own and work at Druffs, <laughs> The Crumble House. <laughs>
0: the <laughs> the yeah, Crumble House. I guess this week is Vance Hall, the <laughs> owner of Druffs The Crumble House. You're right. going to change
2: the name, right? The Crumble yeah, House sure, pretty yeah. soon? Yeah, no, it's in the works. First knew, of the year. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> the Answer Man at the News Leader did this article about the Impossible Burger and where to find it in Springfield. Maybe it was Beyond Meat, sure, some sort ma'am. of veg, veggie-based burger. <laughs> mm. Talked about going to Druffs, said he heard they had it there, and then... Just ended it there. Said they didn't have it. <laughs> oh good. Didn't mention that they do have a far superior of vegan yeah. burger there. That really bothered me. And I vocal lot, and I didn't vocalize it because it came to my <laughs> fingertips. I made my opinions known on the old Springfield newsletter Facebook comments, and nobody said anything mean.
0: Listen up, it Steve was positively.
1: <laughs> I got some answers for you, man. <laughs>
0: I got some poking around to do. Mm-hmm.
1: Anyway, Vance, thanks for coming today. <laughs> Finally. Yeah, yeah no, uh, happy to be here. At long sure. last, so. it's been, what, seven, six weeks, something like that. since we first planned on doing this. Yeah. And I, I can't believe it's actually happening. Are you actually here?
2: <laughs> I'm here. Are we doing President. this for real? Yeah, but I actually need... We're going to have to reschedule no. the, rest, the rest of this episode. <laughs> we'll just have to do it in
1: parts, so... That's fine. Uh, you can call us from wherever you need to yeah. go. If that's yeah. all right.
2: We'll just phone you in. Do a little remote situation. I could finally say first time long time in earnest. Oh, So that yeah. would be good. Yeah.
1: Well, thanks for being <laughs> a long time. <laughs> yeah. hey, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> Later in the show, we will, you know, talk about your day-to-day at Druffs because we mm-hmm. do our feature that we've only done once before. But it's going to be recurring as of today. <laughs> right. Right? <laughs> Life of ellipsis thing related to person's business in Mm -hmm. your case it'll be life of chicks. pretty funny right wow it's really spoiled the bit (laughs) (laughs) i'll cut it out i'll bleep out the word i said so it'll be a surprise later but before we get to that oh boy we have a doozy of a restaurant to cover today that is pappy's Pappy's place Place. (laughs) i'm gonna try that again that is pappy's 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 place (laughs) anyway let's learn a whole lot about it in our longest ever (laughs) bio section starting now Happy's Place, as we know it today, is a small barbecue joint and tavern built in the front yard of a house in Midtown Springfield, at 941 North Main. The house has been standing for at least 128 years. I found an article from 1891 about the homeowner's 51st birthday party, which was held at the house. Why was the newspaper reporting on someone's 51st birthday party? Well, the birthday boy was Frank Plummer, a well-known political figure in Springfield. He served on the Springfield City Council representing the 6th Ward, which was basically the area between Division and Chestnut and Fort and Boonville. Springfield used to have 27 wards and 12 reps for each ward, plus a leader for each. That's about 350 people on the City Council, representing a population of under 30,000 people. Now, all we have is four reps from four zones, four general seats, plus the mayor. That's nine people representing almost 170,000. Frank Plummer and his wife, Mary, were in the paper a lot in the late 1800s. What constituted news fit to print back then was very different from today. The paper had a daily section reporting which residents were leaving town temporarily and for what reason. The plumbers moved to Springfield from Mexico, Missouri, but it's unclear when they moved. However, Frank had to the city council by 1886. That year, he introduced a bill to level the grading of Main Street between Lynn and College, meaning he may have already lived in that house that's now behind Pappy's and it's even older than previously thought. Several other of the bills Frank Plummer introduced to the council had to do with expanding operations of the Gulf Railroad. See, Frank's day job was working in the maintenance and repair facility of a railroad company, the Kansas City, Fort Smith, and Memphis Railroad. Around town, that facility was known as the Gulf Shop, because the company had previously been called KC, Fort Scott, and Gulf, meaning Gulf of Mexico. You might remember from our Druffs episode that developer John T. Woodruff wound up here for the same reason, to work for a railroad company. And now, because I think this is interesting and because I suspect we won't have another opportunity to talk about it, here is a mercifully condensed history of railroads in Springfield, Missouri. The most important company name associated with Springfield Railways is... Frisco Railroads. The story of the Frisco is extremely convoluted because it's actually like a few dozen stories of different competing companies building lines going bankrupt and acquiring each other over like half a century. Lines were also shut down due to worker strikes, foreign wars, and flooding. Suffice it to say that the St. Louis San Francisco Railway was an independent company that ran freight trains on over 6,000 miles of track through Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Kansas, Mississippi, Missouri, Oklahoma, Tennessee, and Texas in some capacity from 1876 to 1980. Did you notice anything odd there? The Frisco Railroad never even came close to San Francisco. In fact, it stopped 1,000 miles short. See, back in the nation days of railroads, companies would name themselves for their ambitions rather than their actual reach. Laying track was extremely expensive and it took a long time. The company that would eventually become the Frisco went bankrupt twice and obviously never made it to California. The Frisco had seven tertiary lines and two main lines, the creatively named Kansas City Memphis Birmingham line and the St. Louis Tulsa Oklahoma line those two routes intersected at the Frisco Company headquarters in Springfield, Missouri. I swear to you, we are just about to get back to Pappy's, but stick with me for just a little longer. The railroad was a boon for this city, just like the Route 66 highway would be a few decades later. It's pretty funny to me that for basically the first half of Springfield's history, this was a place made to pass through Today, we are pretty self-sustaining. Our top five employers provide healthcare, groceries, and education. But in the late 1800s, it was all about the railroad. The Frisco was huge, but it had significant local competition as well. The Crystal Railroad and the KC Fort Smith, Memphis, the one that employed Frank Plummer. However, in 1902 and 1901, respectively, the Frisco absorbed those other two companies and became the sole major railroad company in Springfield. In the early 1900s, Frank Plummer stopped working for the railroad. Perhaps he was laid off or saw the merger coming and retired. Or maybe he just didn't want to work on trains anymore. Whatever transpired regarding Frank Plummer's employment, he built and opened a small grocery store in his front yard. He called it Plummer Stand. Frank ran Plummer Stand until his death in August of 1911, at which point his wife Mary and his daughter, also named Mary, took over. See, Frank and his wife Mary actually adopted their daughter Mary after her birth parents had died. Anyway, the Marys didn't run the grocery shop for long In 1912, a man named D. H. Lutz was running it under the name Rook's Cash Grocer. Also that year, Mary became engaged to a man named Harold Walker, but it looks like maybe that wedding never happened, or Mary was widowed. There's some inconclusive evidence for the latter. Anyway, in 1920, Mary Plummer for sure tied the knot with a man named George Bills. Mary and George lived in the old plumber family home at 941 North Main, and they continued leasing the business space out front. There were a few more grocery ventures, a shoe shop, and a couple different restaurants until 1926. George was managing an upscale hotel coffee shop at that time when he decided to open his own restaurant in the front yard space. He called it Bill's Place with no apostrophe. To make this even more confusing, George's middle name was William, and he went by his middle name's nickname, Bill. This dude's name was Bill Bills, I'm not joking. And yet he insisted on leaving out the apostrophe. Bill and Mary ran the cafe there for a couple decades under different names. At some point it was called the Main Street Eat Shop. The Bills got a beer license in 1933, immediately after Prohibition ended. To this day, no owner has let that license lapse. It's the longest-running beer license in Springfield, and it came at a crazy price. In 1933, a liquor license cost $1,225. That's about $25,000 in today's money. And, by the way, today a liquor license costs $500 a year. Those were some pricey brews. George Bill Bills died in 1952, and Mary began leasing the restaurant space once again. I'm going to speed up the pace here because I think we can all agree that, so far, this segment has been excessive. Several restaurants with several owners occupied 941 North Main over the next 20 years, including Beasley's, Letha's, and Doc's Cafes. There were probably more. But then, in 1971, there came new owners and a new name that stuck. Uh, I mean, the name did at least. Paul and Dorothy Ankrum lived right next to Nichols Park, and throughout the 1950s and the 1960s, they got robbed a lot. Seriously, their names were in the paper for robberies five or six times. The Ancrums were also in the papers for the births and marriages of their children. Paul and Dorothy loved being parents, so much so that they took on the names Pappy and Mammy. In 1971, when the Ancrums opened a barbecue joint in the old plumber stand spot just five or six blocks from their house, they called it Pappy's. Paul had gotten sick from his job as a motor machinist and gone on full disability. However, never one to take it easy, Paul started a restaurant along with his wife just to keep busy. Business was slow for the first two years, but after Dorothy upgraded Paul's sauce recipe, Pappy's took off, and the Ankrams began selling as much as 1,000 pounds of meat per week and 14 gallons of sauce. Dorothy Mammy Ankram's sauce recipe remains a closely guarded secret, even as the restaurant has changed hands several times over the years. Paul and Dorothy retired in 1978, selling Pappy's place to John Moore, who ran it for 11 years before selling in 1987 to another man named Gary Harper, who remained a professional sauce hawker for six years before selling to Raymond Boots Wilson in 1992. Boots gave himself the boot in 1999, selling to Scott Keese, Debbie Keys, and Mitzi Rupert. Mitzi, who was a server at the restaurant, left at some point, but the Keyses held on to Pappy's for another 20 years, and they're the ones still running it today. The plumber slash Bill's extended family maintained ownership of the house and the restaurant building on the 900 block of North Main until 2017, when they sold it to the Keeses. And now the Kieses are looking to retire. Pappy's is for sale again, the whole thing this time. The business, the house, the land, the building out front, even the secret sauce recipe. Somebody should really buy this place. Just don't change the name or the sauce. Left a little too much of the song there in the end. <laughs> it's a great song. <laughs> no, no, I that's like what song. the
0: bio needed was more length. You're just <laughs> trying to fill it out. No, it got to the
1: main street part at the end. They didn't want to just cut in right sure. in the middle of the chorus. You mm-hmm. know, you got to make some choices, commit to them, and that's what I did. It was a mistake. <laughs> what can I say? Deer tick's great. Yeah, we talked about that on the old Instagram private messenger. That's, that's true. Not what people call it, but.
2: <laughs> They're a cool band. The DMs. Mm -hmm. They're my favorite band. They're your very favorite band. It's true. I should qualify that statement. I mainly listen to rap music. Oh, yeah. Right. So... I go through phases where I will listen to not rap music, and Deer Tick has always been a part of that. Yeah. So, so I don't really know that much, maybe as much as you guys know about Deer Tick. <laughs> I, I know nothing like, about Deer oh, Tick. Okay. I,
0: I listen to music in a very similar way as you, but right. not in the Deer Tick like, manner. Born on Flag
2: Days, oh, like yeah. one of my favorite oh, albums. So and uh, what's like, ashamed? Is a great. That's a great most, song. Probably yeah, like, what I would call maybe the best song ever. Uh-huh. Yeah. Big fan of deer
0: hoof. Are you? (laughs) Yeah, I love deer hoof. Yum. Yum. that's one of my favorite (laughs) bands.
1: (laughs) I like the that dude wrote a song for the band Middle Brother, which is like a collaborative. Yeah, there's a song from that album that I can't wait to use sometime for a bio section. It's going to fit really well, but I I put it in and I've taken it out a few times just waiting for the exact right time
0: to use it. You have to let me know. I think my brother Travis would like that. (laughs) That's pretty funny. (laughs)
2: <laughs> he also... Is that your middle brother? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Is. All right. All righty. He's married to Vanessa Carlton also. That's wild. Singer. Wow. It is. Yeah. And you know who she
1: used to be with is S- Stephen from Third Eye Blind. <laughs> is that true? Yeah. <laughs> She's got uh, a really? real
2: affinity for some hard-living fellas. Totally. Yeah. Right. Though it, it seems that John Macaulay
1: 3 is, is cleaned up a little bit at least. Yes. Just a touch. Yeah. I, I yeah. saw that guy. He was so drunk during a middle brother show that I went to that he... Had He just sat down in front of the drums and ate a cheeseburger, like a fast food cheeseburger <laughs> during the set. Very, it, it sounds crazy, but that is a real no, thing that no. happened.
2: Yeah. Gotta take breaks, man. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: we'd seen him do a deer tick set on another stage earlier that day. This was at a festival. And he drank three beers. It was like 11 in the morning. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> so... Well, that's what we're doing. Wild dude. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. That sounds
0: like us. Yeah. That's yeah. not coffee. Giraffe. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
1: so, Pappy's Place. Had y'all been to Pappy's Place prior to your visits in preparation for this
0: particular episode of this particular podcast? No. No, I'm, I'm familiar with uh, Pappy's Land, the public access uh, drawing show for mm-hmm. children. Yeah, don't let's know. talk about that for a while. Yeah, Pappy, Pappy <laughs> yeah. drew it. I don't even know if it's called I Pappy's I bought a lot Land. of Sharpies
2: because of that. Oh, really? Did, did yeah, I get the name kid, right? I just know the song. I just remember the colorful illustrations. All right. Well, when, it was always in marker. I'm going to go ahead and assume that I am 100%
0: yep. right on that. Um, so I do have a <laughs> bit of a connection to this place. Okay. You've heard the name before <laughs> yes. in another context. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it's not connected to Pappy's
1: Smokehouse in St. Louis. is right. like a legendary mm-hmm. St. Louis style barbecue place, which, you know, you might hear about something about that the, from Dan, and, Dan <laughs> and me in the future. Who knows? We'll see. Never
0: know. If, if I, if I would have gone this weekend, you certainly would have. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Vance, what's your history with it? I used to go to Pappy's pretty regularly. When I was at the Galois Theater, we would either like ride our bikes from there Mm -hmm. often. Uh, A coworker of mine is also a big fan. And there was a period where I would go a lot. But until a couple of weeks ago, it had been a few years since I had been there. Hmm. Yeah, Yeah, probably been three
1: or four years for me. I had been once before Lindsay and I had gone before one of my classes was doing a Christmas program at Central High School. And I had to talk her into it. She's like, what? like a little tiny bar in, in that neighborhood, mm-hmm. you know, and I actually kind of like that neighborhood. I've been offended you for it, but sure. you know, let's be real. It kind of has a bad rep. You just like me just near just cops. the way it is. Well, there
2: was a <laughs> hypodermic <laughs> needle right outside of my vehicle. when yep. I stepped out. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. I wasn't and, implying um,
0: that. It's a bad neighborhood. It's very near the police. Yes, right. No, no, no. I, I knew exactly what <laughs> you <laughs> lot, meant. It lots is of
1: cop cars. Just a little bit north of the police station. Yes. Well, we went that time. I thought it was good, and we didn't go back. Read into that what you want. <laughs> Some people were uncomfortable there. <laughs> so let's get into it. That history is pretty cool. I yeah. think that's kind of my magnum opus of, of bio segments. Yeah. There was just so much. <laughs> so many hours of research went into that, and I'm very proud of it. This is probably the longest gestating bio oh, for sure.
0: in Spring Food Well, history.
1: 100-plus-year-old sure. wow. building doesn't seem like it's even been updated that much. I know they've updated the front a few times since, you know, it was first a grocery stand.
0: But man, you can feel those years when you walk in there. Place has a general creakiness to it. <laughs> um, very spooky. Lots of ghosts in there, I'm sure. Um, it's not actually scary. I, I, no. I, that's in jest. But I'm sure there are plenty
2: of ghosts in there. No. And there's uh, lots of aged artifacts. In yes. There. They literally have a hat hanger. There's a place to literally hang oh, your Oh, okay. You guys aren't wearing hats. We right? should have brought us, hats. We should have worn hats next time.
1: So they also have uh, a patio. They <laughs> oh, do. <goodness>. Unfortunately, <laughs> I guess we're back to patio month. <laughs> so, this is the last time we are doing patio month. This is the last patio month episode. Two thirds of the way into July. Yeah. No more patio <laughs> months in the in the future. All right. So I guess we better do views. of you. Vance was very gently dancing. Mm-hmm. I appreciate well, that, that. move me. Yeah, that's the last time any of us are ever going to hear this.
2: <laughs> really? You guys are done with thing. patio month after forever.
0: <laughs> and he's not even going to listen to Bjork anymore. Really?
2: <laughs> well, let's go
0: that far. Uh, oh, okay.
2: I mean, it's a decent <laughs> suggestion.
1: Let's talk about this patio. I guess I will go ahead and tell you that I didn't go out there. Wow. <laughs> I heard Dan's story about it I said. Nope. After all <laughs> of these weeks of
0: preparation, I'm boycotting Patio Month. Patio Month. Mm-hmm. This was supposed to be the first episode of Patio Month. <laughs> it was. Um, and then it was supposed to be the grand finale. Um, now it's the not so grand finale yeah. because, of course, the real finale we was Sunny Sandoval so from P.O.D. The big, the big <laughs> twist at the end already. I all made right. it out to
2: the patio. Okay. Mm-hmm. Q- quick sidebar. The P.O.D. thing, the P.O.D. video. Uh huh. Is that a cameo? Or how did that happen? Uh, I mean, I guess you could
0: call it a cameo. Yeah, um, he made a cameo on our show. <laughs>
2: oh, okay. Yes. Yeah, just, just,
0: all right. Just, Dan, just email them and PayPal them some money. Oh, okay. <laughs> is it affiliated with the website cameo where you can <laughs> Hard <to say>. pay <laughs> as little as $20 to your favorite new metal singers Maybe from like- the early <laughs> 2000s? All right. Tell us about that patio, Dan. It is vast. First of all, it was Definitely a good choice to close out the month with it's it's a very unique patio lot of greenery a lot of kind of overgrowth back there seems like it would be a nice place to have a drink You got a kind of similar canvas type things over you as we've seen at other patios keeping you nice and shaded in the summer heat still very hot but it's big that that's about what i can say it's big it's wedged between all i heard was hot butt. <laughs> <laughs> it's very hot butt out there <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of a good description was there a cat there wasn't a cat that i saw but i would not be surprised when i used Damn to suspect- cat blind <laughs> yeah you can't see cats and that's it when
1: you I had a I- real hard time with the lion king <laughs> poor mr business he doesn't <laughs> doesn't get any love at all
2: when I used to spend more time out there, there would be a couple cats that would roll up to the scene and sort of welcome you and maybe okay. beg for a bite of a meaty treat. Hmm. So there's some things in that beg for bites of meaty treats. <laughs> but let's
1: talk about first the seats. Customers sitting there with food in their mouths. I don't know what's going on.
2: Have a sandwich. Have a seat. Have a seat. I've just been sitting there
0: about what about the miracle so you want me to get into the seats i didn't
2: go out there
0: (laughs) uh the seats don't love them lot of plastic lawn chairs that have been there since probably the early 2000s um around the time of uh payable on death's popularity (laughs) That's the reference point for everything now. All <laughs> yes, temporal measurement yes, in the show was relative to when POD was popular. Yes. Uh, Post-Southtown pre-boom. <laughs> I didn't love the seats. I got to say, I'm, I'm a bit of a big guy. And whenever I sat in them, I definitely felt the chair wanting to give up <laughs> underneath mm. me. I've had tussles with uh, my fair share of these types of chairs. So I actually moved to the huge concrete slab of a picnic table back there the only of its kind out there pretty cool (laughs) little table uh i wouldn't be surprised if it's been there 50 75 heck even 100 years maybe it's
1: been there thousands and they just built the restaurant around it yeah stonehenge
0: Uh, i don't know how they would get it in there otherwise It, it
2: is it is so hearty fellow large man here and uh i have actually broken a chair at peppy's oh I, they're very flimsy Yes, yeah, <laughs> truly very flimsy and that concrete table that concrete doesn't feel real great on my exposed legs oh little, it's, a, it's a cumbersome thing little scratchy
0: they're not uh taping off any corners or anything on there it it will hurt you mm-hmm.
1: child proof <laughs> those corners Pappy, yeah. <laughs> please <laughs> <laughs>
0: So as I said, we went out there, had to move from the flimsy plastic chairs to the lovely concrete table. There wasn't anyone out there. Actually, wasn't even anybody in the restaurant mm. whenever we visited. But then once our food came to us, we had a bit of a visitor, a swarm of near 20 flies (laughs) showed up immediately whenever our food came out they just smelled the ribs and the the barbecue in general and definitely wanted a piece of it and i gotta tell you me and my dime piece had to get out of there this was my first experience with an impromptu takeout order we had gone there with the intentions of sitting we had began eating our food Uh, i faced one rib uh trying to just (laughs) get it away from the flies but we asked for to-go boxes very quickly paid our bill uh left a nice tip we weren't mad or anything it was probably about 100 degrees outside we could have expected something like this to happen i don't know how you prevent something like that whenever you're cooking delicious smoked meats outside well
1: obviously you spray the
0: meat with bug spray yeah yeah i mean that does make sense but they're still they have to eat the meat then and then they die so Mm -hmm. they're still going to come for it i don't know how you solve something like that but we got out of there very quickly um Definitely <laughs> not a great patio experience. Yeah. Although I can say if you were having a beer out here and it wasn't a hundred degrees, didn't have any food for these flies to come after, probably a pretty good time out there. Perhaps if, say, we
1: had gone at the end of May, like we'd originally planned to do, it might have been better. Sure. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> so this patio month review, negated. <laughs> it does not valid. <laughs> so with all that said about the patio... I want to move us back to the inside because yeah. I think the inside is really what makes this place special anyway. Sure. It's so old. It's pretty narrow the floor plans like a long rectangle and there's a bar on the right side when you walk in and then like mm-hmm. maybe three or four booths on the left and it's all pretty run down. I say that with total affection. It's not well taken care of really. It's not necessarily like extremely dirty. It's yeah. just old. -hmm. You know, and when we were sitting at the bar, we noticed that the server did not care about spilling beer on the floor, (laughs) and then just didn't clean it up either. It's like, yes, this feels right. You know, this is this is a true dive, and I say that lovingly. We've been accused by Four One (laughs) Seven Magazine of saying dives are terrible, and that's not the case. I heart dives.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Andy hart's dives. I I would say this places the shape of the best. Tetris piece (laughs) and uh, (laughs) not much else. It is truly just one line. Yeah, there's so much more patio than there is inside. It probably is double the room out there Mm -hmm. and it backs right up
1: into the house that the owners live in, which is really cool. It was actually built in somebody's front yard and you are sitting in, in a building in somebody's front yard while you're eating. It's pretty cool. and It's totally unique. Or Springfield. I'm just going to say I love it in there. There's like memorabilia from the history of the place all over. You can go in there and you can see all stuff that belongs to the previous owners, pictures of all the previous owners. There's all kinds of lore and stuff associated with the restaurant. You can go and see. They have it like typed up on the menu too, some of these other stories that are associated with the restaurant that I didn't even talk about in the bio. Believe it or not, there was a lot of stuff that I couldn't fit in there for time. So I'm just going to go ahead and say everybody should go to this place regardless of anything we say about the food just to have eaten in this particular building. It's been there for so long. I mean, I think this is the longest running restaurant building in Springfield because Casper's moved. Casper's is an older business, Mm -hmm. and it has been Casper's for longer, but it hasn't been in that location nearly as long as Pappy's has been in its location. Where did Casper's move from? Uh, I want to say West Sunshine, but the original location
2: was not in the place it is now. Also, as you mentioned in the intro, it's the longest liquor license. Mm-hmm. Maybe the first wow. one right after prohibition. Yep, yeah. yep. And they paid paid a
1: fortune for it. They did, yeah. Which is wild.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So let's get into the get into the brews. Brews. <laughs> bruise bruise. B r u i s e, like you both got from sitting <laughs> on that concrete. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that drink. So they have some brews here. Absolutely. Six on tap, some in bottles as well. They claim to have the coldest beer yeah. in town. I don't know how you measure that. I mean, <laughs> frosted mug.
0: No, coldest mugs. Yeah, they can do that, I guess. Hey, I, I got to say, very cold. Mm-hmm. Uh, the water as well. <laughs> Amply cold.
1: <laughs> well, Dan and I both got some <laughs> beers. Um, I got the Boulevard Cosmic Camper IPA, which mm-hmm. I've had several times before. Sure. What did you get? I got a boulevard wheat which I've also had several times the before. old standard. Sure. Now, mine tasted kind of like a cosmic camper. <laughs> <laughs> it mostly tasted like
0: water. Yeah, about, I'm about so half a cosmic yeah. <laughs> camper. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever had a boulevard wheat before, Andy, but um This one tasted a bit like a Pabst Blue Ribbon, Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, which if I had to guess, I would say probably all their beers taste about like a Pabst Blue Ribbon. Um, They serve that, of Mm -hmm. course. Uh, That may just be the direction you want to go if you're ordering a beer here, because I don't want to lay false claims out there, but I'm going to say my beer was 40, 50% water. Yeah, me too.
1: (laughs) It it tasted that way. Yeah, It certainly didn't taste like... Cosmic Camper IPA, which is a delicious beer.
0: Which, if, if you're ordering like a watered down beer, whatever. like yeah. If I, I was getting it. a paps Blue Ribbon, that's perfect. Totally. I could, I could not tell if you put eighty percent water in it. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I was surprised to see they had the
1: Cosmic Camper on tap yeah. anyway. You yeah. know. So when I tasted it, it was like,
0: ah, oh, all right. Whatever. This, is, this is what I. So just know if you're out there on the patio you're probably
2: getting half the beer you're ordering so ha- have way more <laughs> I, I really enjoyed my coca-cola yeah it yeah. was, was a good coke <laughs> out of a can it was oh, delicious okay. oh, yeah Perfect. that is great
1: right yeah we gotta get bottled beer that's maybe the, maybe the key if we're gonna do that finally we're gonna get to maybe the most important part beats <laughs> fine we'll do <laughs> we beats oh, I believe the Beats were a rerun of the television show Married with Children. Yes. Uh, (laughs) I had Andy Griffith.
2: Oh, nice. So you went midday then for lunch. Yeah.
1: yeah. Cool. Uh, They may have live music. I have no idea. I've never been there when they have. Not anymore. Yeah.
0: Heavy hum of uh, grasshoppers Mm. outside kind of kind of peaceful that's a jam till the flies listening (laughs) that's like some bruce hornsby (laughs)
1: yeah (laughs) sure (laughs) okay this is a barbecue place they got a lot of smoked meat on this menu we got a lot to talk about (sighs) i have three (laughs) different
0: meals
1: (laughs) did you how many did you do two Two. So you mm-hmm. get two different things. How much um,
0: do you have to talk about? I tried, I tried three things. Three things. I had a very large meal. Let's start
1: with the sauces mm-hmm. first. Let's count those. Are we counting those size?: I think we probably need to play sauce count. <laughs> hmm, guess who's got that locked and loaded? Knew this <laughs> was going to happen. Somebody sauce me.
0: <laughs> Can we get that one more time, uh, Andy? Fine. <laughs> Let's just
2: roll it one more
0: yeah, time. Yeah, sure, because this isn't long enough. Somebody sauce me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So there's actually two separate sauce counts we need to do because I got one of my orders uh, delivered. Oh, wow. When I got my delivery order, you have to order your extra sauce separately for 50 cents. This is a particularly uh, stingy delivery service Mm. that uh, you're going to pay a whole lot to have the food delivered. Unless you have a promo code, which I did. (laughs) 50 for 50 cents each i got two red sauces two gold sauces and then they threw in three ketchups which you're not asked for so three ketchups
0: sure did you have a sauce count you need to share with us oh me (laughs) yes uh Two sauces on the first trip, we were presented with the thinner, I think maybe mustard-based they, they barbecue it, sauce. They call it gold sauce. Ooh, and I love a gold barbecue sauce. Yeah. Pro- possibly my favorite. And then, of course, their regular sauce. Three if you're counting the ketchup. And then on our second trip, uh, the Spring Food Mo Meetup at uh-huh. Pappy's, which let me just say... at. Thank you to Pappies for, like, bringing extra chairs Uh in and really just breaking all building codes to let that many people in for the spring. Thank you so much to every single
1: person that came. Every single one. Yes, particularly Sarah. (laughs) The single person (laughs) who came. thank you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It was lovely meeting you, Sarah. Thank you. At that time, we were presented with four sauces because Andy asked for the hot barbecue Mm -hmm. sauce, which was just featured on a little chalkboard. Right. It was pretty tasty. I think it was my favorite of all the sauces. Absolutely. It had some spiciness, but
1: it wasn't overpowering or anything like that. It just kind of had more flavor than the other two sauces Absolutely. for me. I agree. I didn't mind that mustard sauce. Let's call it what it is. I mean, it's runny mustard. That, mm-hmm. That's what it is, and that's fine. The regular red sauce is sweet, a little tangy. didn't have much bite to it. Sure. It had a nice consistency, though. I like it. Just the sauciness of the sauce <laughs> was pretty good. You know, It wasn't like a stellar barbecue sauce or anything. I hate to imagine what it was before they reworked it. Mimmy we worked Pappy's old recipe, and then that's supposedly whenever like the business caught on because <laughs> of her new sauce. But yeah, they're fine. Spiciness is definitely spicy is definitely the best one. Wish I had like a little container where I could get done, done the mixing, you know. But we didn't get to do that this time.
2: You know, it all gets mixed up on the plate. Vance, did you have a favorite sauce? I really liked that runny mustard yeah. car- Carolina style sauce. I'm a real vinegar fiend, mm. so yes. I really enjoyed that. You can see the vinegar in it like it's still
0: translucent apart from the sauce. Uh-huh. Yeah, I like that. I didn't mean to seem that I didn't like it.
1: That
2: was pretty good. It was yeah. a good uh, variation of that type It'd of sauce. It's kind of rude to yeah. our guest. And Maybe bring a little container next time. Yeah, to do your own mixing, I should do that. You're right. <laughs> yeah. I could
1: just get the to go ones that they give you. I didn't. I didn't think it through. Well, I'm very sorry to you yeah. two and our listeners. <laughs> yeah.
0: Let's get into those sides, Dan. I believe you tried the onion rings. I did, and man, were they good! Mm. Standard onion rings. I don't really have a whole lot to say about them. Thin. They weren't. Yeah, they're they're fairly thin, not shoestring size. Beer batter uh, style. Didn't you beer say batter, yes. once
2: shoestring or die on the show? Did somebody say that?
0: Shoestring string or die. Did you say that or just not me? I don't I'm think dreaming? so. It's okay. not my favorite right. preparation. I, I do enjoy a shoestring Really. I'll take any. I like it as a burger top. Oh, burger goodness. top yes. or the shoe strings for sure. If that was the context shoe string or die, baby. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, these were lovely onion rings. I really, really enjoyed them. Probably my favorite side. What, what about those fries
2: guys? i didn't try any fries i had the fries you had they're, no fries and they're just a pretty standard crinkle cut absolutely perhaps out of a big brown frozen bag <laughs> yes <laughs> i totally forgot that i had the fries yeah, because like, they're I think you had so the fries
0: standard. when i was with
1: you yeah i f- <laughs> forgot <laughs> i had them they're fine whatever they're cooked potatoes There's like the you know the the floor is pretty high yeah so yeah i salted them up pretty good to make them taste yeah. better they're fine they're okay Potato salad, rich, creamy, very, very small potato chunks. Surprisingly subtle and complex flavor, especially compared Mm. to most of the other stuff. Didn't have to add any salt to those. Those are pretty tasty. That sounds awesome. Mm -hmm. Wish I would have gotten that. Recommended. Anybody try those big beans? No way. Not a bean boy. I am a bean boy, big time. (laughs) They're oddly creamy, uh, not a strong flavor, really. Might have guessed they were canned if they didn't have strips of that smoked ham in there. I'm not sure. Maybe they were canned with the smoked ham sure. added. Uh, the bites with the ham were the best. Otherwise, the beans were just so-so. Yep. I
0: wish they, I wish I was a little bit more high on them. Mm. I love some good baked beans. Mm-hmm. I like some settler's mm-hmm. beans with, with, with the meat in there, but that's basically chili. I also tried something that is truly special and truly delectable. All right. It's a
1: spicy mac and cheese. <gasps> yeah. That's, oh, the, that's the correct response, fellas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Creamy cheese big soft macaroni noodles there were bacon chunks in there too they were so smothered in cheese you couldn't tell the difference between them and the noodles there were green chilies to give it the heat and the spice level pretty solid so again this is
0: something that they don't have all the time
1: i guess not but they had it both times i went in person
0: it's not on their menu. It's. It's. I think it's normally featured on their chalkboard outside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, I missed out on it both times. Yep, we saw you saw the wrong side of the board. Dude. I know. Yes. Yeah, I saw it on the way out that they had it and get a I, I just rotating didn't know. sign,
1: pappies. <laughs> yes, that, that's You're their missing one out on sales. problem. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's talk sandwiches, and then we'll run down each of the meats. Tell us about your sandwich experiences, Daniel.
0: Oh boy, so. If you check out Pappy's menu online, you're going to get a lot of different results. A lot of just like pictures of their actual menu in the <laughs> store there. They don't have a bad website or anything, but uh, I don't know why they choose just not to type the menu in there, <laughs> despite the fact that it surely hasn't changed in years and years it is and years. a photo of the menu. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on a photo I saw, maybe it was on Yelp or uh-huh. some other awful website. I saw a sandwich called the Clemmy, which I was pretty excited for. That comes with cheese and tomatoes, and I believe it was thinly sliced beef. Uh, The server said, oh, we don't have lettuce or tomatoes, which (laughs) is it's sort of indicative of what this place is. Uh It's it's a whole lot of meats and a few mostly potato based sides. I ended up with now. This is on my second trip. The Pork Tenderloin Sandwich. Now that is on the not barbecue section of the menu. Tenderloin for a tender man. Uh, yes, I'm a, I'm a tender boy. Uh, <laughs> tender boy would have rhymed. <laughs> this came with sliced white onion and some crinkle cup pickles mm. on that same standard bun that you get with everything. Gotta say, don't love the bun. A little stale, probably better on something that's more doused in barbecue sauce maybe that actually helps it stand up a little more but this pork tenderloin sandwich was perfectly fine not not as good as any of the barbecue i had i would probably stay away from the not barbecue section of this place Mm. um mostly it was it was just a foolish mistake on my (laughs) fault on my part but i i really like a pork tenderloin sandwich you
1: know i tried a pulled pork sandwich my first trip and I'm going to disagree with you a little bit on that bun. It is a very standard like cheapest bun.
0: You can sure. get kind of thing, but it does the job like it's it's this is cookout food for the pulled pork sandwich, which my lovely girlfriend got. They mound that pork so uh, high that you need a bun. That's not it's got to stand up to it.
2: Yeah, the sandwich that I got the combo ham and pork. The amount of pork that is on the sandwich was very, very, very substantial. It's impressive. The bun was kind of sopping wet by the time I got my little paws around it. I'm going to
1: overuse two (laughs) words to describe most of the meat here. Uh, Tender and juicy. Mm. Uh, The pork is tender and juicy. Pulled the skinny shreds and packed into like a dense patty on mine. It was a great mix of textures. Had those charred edges, like the lean, stringy meat as well. Small pockets of fat, but none so big as to be gross. Sometimes you get those big old chunks of fat and pulled pork. None of those here. Mm. The first time, it was really tasty. Like that sandwich a lot probably equal parts meat to bread maybe Mm -hmm. even more meat than bread i think definitely more meat than bread in my case it was like spilling over the side yeah which is pretty cool i tried the bludo sandwich Mm. when dan and i went together the other night that one was listed right alongside the Clemmy. Mm-hmm. Um, only this one exists. I didn't know the Bluto was like a regular thing. The only place I'd ever seen the Bluto listed was at Crosstown, which I you know oh, really? also love. And I'm not sure if it's the same. I think theirs might be pulled pork and uh, hot link. This one was ham mm-hmm. and hot link. Mm. We'll talk about the ham a little bit later, but it's great. Uh, this sandwich, yeah, had one hot link sliced in half, laid atop two slices of glorious smoked ham. Uh, the hot link had a nice zip to it that complemented the smoky ham flavor. With the dip in the you know, the sweeter, less spicy sauce. It was really tasty. I loved this sandwich. I only ate half of it and after I got home that night, uh, I kept going back to the fridge over the next three hours <laughs> just like take a bite.
2: Yeah. Did that thing felt good.
1: It's healthy. Was this at your meetup?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. This yeah. is the meetup. Was it hard to eat in front of all those people? Yeah. Yeah. Was that challenging? I, I was paralyzed. <laughs> right. A lot of pressure. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But because of all the people crushing in on me, my right. body was physically <laughs> paralyzed. Every I could not move my arms. Single one of them was there to see us eat. But thankfully, a kind fan uh, hand-fed my pork tenderloin sandwich <laughs> to me.
1: And uh, yeah. once lovely.
2: this podcast really grows, I think you'll have people showing up and chewing your food up for you. Yeah, oh a, yeah. And birding it to me, right? Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Right
1: i may have i was trying to get my nephew to eat his dinner the other night and i offered to do that for him and he thought it was very gross <laughs> you know it's a very nice offer yeah. yeah it's just it, it was like uh, he was clearly not going to eat it it was like there's a few a more donuts semester. in there
2: that we could maybe
1: <laughs> yeah let's do it yes please yes. yeah vance brought us donuts
2: today which yeah. is very sweet yeah and so were the donuts <laughs>
1: Uh, anybody else have sandwiches when you talk about?
2: I had the combo ham and pork. As maybe I've mentioned already, I really, really liked the ham on the sandwich. Mm-hmm. It was very fatty, which I enjoy. And you mentioned a nice smoky flavor, which was oh, very yeah. good. That pulled pork was a lot of pulled pork. I personally maybe would have seasoned that pork a bit sure. more, but it was uh, an enjoyable. One of the notes that I have while eating this sandwich is that I'm sweating because mm-hmm. mm-hmm, uh, <laughs> pretty quickly just got the meat sweats. Yeah, nice. Yes, right sounds like a great experience. <laughs> we were also sweating, <laughs> yeah. but from the
0: heat sweats yeah. just, uh, <laughs> yeah. just outside trying to you know, battle flies, you know, yeah. regular. sweats. Yes.
1: Heat sweats.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All my sweats are meat sweats. Let's be real. <laughs> All
1: right, let's run down these meats. So I'm just going to start and I'll oh. give my thoughts and if you two have thoughts about any of these meats we're going to talk about just throw them in. All right, we're listing okay. meats smoked ham thoroughly smoked orangish brown and a little crispy on the sides even ringed with fat around the round edge i gotta say vance i cut off most of mine mm. i'm just not the biggest fan of that texture yeah i don't you love know, the ham fat either it I would chews have to get rid of up of that. a lot slower than the rest of the sandwich and something about that i don't like swallowing part of it and leaving the rest of it in, the, in there still going
2: so i cut it off well that's where we differ i yeah. guess yeah I'm a real fat freak. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, Okay. We're going to
1: use that as a drop. (laughs) I'm I'm not going to blow any minds here by saying that the ham's also tender and juicy. It's not as tough as ham often is. Sure. So much smoky flavor. I think it may have been marinated or seasoned somehow, but I couldn't tell you how it was. Maybe not. Maybe they just have that old smoker that's been working forever and gets that aged flavor in there. I Mm. didn't have the ham, but you've been talking it up for... Pretty near a week now. It yeah. sounds great. Pulled pork. We kind of talked about it already. Sure. I had the Pappy sampler brought to my doorstep and it was still hot when it arrived, which is kind of a miracle nice. because I live pretty far away. Probably using a Rachel Ray bag. Uh, undoubtedly so. <laughs> it had smoked ham pulled pork beef and two ribs. The pulled pork, I got to say, wasn't as good as the pork that was on the sandwich. That may have something to do with the travel time. Also, it was soaked in the gold sauce uh, in the sampler, which is interesting. Maybe it wasn't as pungent as the sauce was whenever we tried it again the other night. It was kind of confusing, honestly. The pork was different on its own than it was in the sandwich, and it was still juicy and tasty, but really not much flavor beyond the taste of the cooked pork. Not a lot of seasoning, no char this time. I guess the idea is like the additional flavor comes from the sauce, and since I wasn't that into that gold sauce, the pulled pork wasn't
0: my favorite the second time around. Honestly, it sounds kind of similar to the experience that my lovely Dime Piece had with her pulled pork she uh expressed some of the same concerns there i had a bite of it didn't think it was too bad definitely thought it was an impressive sandwich as we talked about which that's a big part of the barbecue thing too is just seeing that big honking pile of meat on your plate yeah but yeah i think she kind of would agree with you there on on your second visit
2: you guys are really covering it i appreciate that <laughs> but i just want to say big honkin' pile as well <laughs> in regards to the pulled pork
0: Tell you what, that, that, that cornbread crumble is a big honkin' pile. I love <laughs> that, that I also pile.
1: had a big honkin' pile of beef <laughs> in my sampler. This is the one item on the plate that immediately looked like it was going to taste great. And let me tell you, it did. It's stringy, pulled beef, crispy and blackened on the ends and smothered with sauce, this time the red sauce. The texture and flavor was fantastic. The mix of like crispy and tender along with the mild sweetness of the sauce it was just succulent. And delicious. Loved that beef. Didn't have it. Nor did I. Spare ribs. Mm. Huge. Spare me. Very large. (laughs) I would spare you (laughs) if I could right now. (laughs) They were sauced on the underside, weirdly, the bone side and not the side with the meat. And the meat side had no char on it. I don't think I'd ever seen a rib without sauce or char on the meat side. It looked good, just not what I'm used to seeing. There was a lot of meat on these ribs. Uh Uh, The meat-to-bone-to-fat ratio was excellent. There wasn't a whole lot of fat. I'm not a big fan of the super fatty ribs. I don't know how I feel about this, Vance.
2: Mm, I had a fatty rib, (laughs) and mine was sauced on the meat side.
1: Oh. Oh. Maybe it's some sort of to-go strategy perhaps Though
2: honestly it doesn't seem like this place has a lot of strategies we'll <laughs> probably put together like a standard operating procedure for peppies after this about how to really uniform their whole operation yeah which we'll just send right over yeah of all the tender juicy meats i
1: tried the ribs were the juiciest and the tenderest really <laughs> yeah i would agree yeah they're, they're pretty great hot link hot zippy not crazy hot but very tasty I thought it was pretty spicy. Yeah. But I'm getting a little more sensitive in my older age. I guess it happens. See, I'm new, relatively new to eating really hot food. So getting oh. pretty into it. I get the hiccups super easy. Nowadays, oh, okay. Which I don't really enjoy. Yeah. It's not fun. Yeah. No. I used to get debilitating hiccups. Like I had to have people drive me home from parties multiple times in college. Yeah. I like the hiccups so bad,
2: like chest bursters. Were Not bursting. Consuming <laughs> adult beverages during this time?
1: Yes, but it wasn't yeah. to an extreme. I've never yeah. been like a extreme drinker.
0: Except whenever you're drinking on your skateboard on the half pipe. <laughs> 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 call me bony hawk Mm
1: -hmm. all the all the ribs i eat on my board (laughs) you know i gotta say uh (laughs) a long walk to get there
0: i didn't love the ribs oh i didn't uh, love them i uh mine weren't as tender as yours maybe it was the time of day i went i went fairly close to their closing time not the ribbing hour it wasn't quite the ribbing hour (laughs) um mainly my biggest complaint with them that uh missing char that you mm-hmm. talked about yep. I, that that's my that's what i like on my ribs i like some char i like it to be sauced pre-smoking so you get that uh barbecue sauce just really crisping up on there and caramelizing didn't have any of that on these but yeah you know otherwise tasty meats one last category before we rate this
1: place oh, And I'm the only one that treated myself right this time. (laughs) I ordered peach cobbler with ice cream for $2.50. Oh, all right. Which was out on the sign, the correct side. You know, not rotating. No, unfortunately. (laughs) I never had a cobbler that tasted quite like this. (laughs) It tasted like flowery homemade drop biscuits with some canned peaches underneath. And that may sound like a negative, but let me tell you, it is not. The ice cream is probably like your standard Highland vanilla, nothing fancy, just like a bare bones homemade dessert. It was delicious, not like gourmet delicious, but like church potluck delicious. Sure, something old Edna made. Used her, <laughs> you know, weathered old hands. It took her two hours because she's moving so slow, but she did a real good job. <laughs> we had to go Edna. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> just waiting on the laugh. Mm-hmm. That's all.
0: All right, so. <laughs> Should we rate this place? Should we? I mean I I think after all this we uh I say we give it a cut another couple of weeks.
1: <laughs> uh, no, we're rating it. Bancer, I guess we'll start with you. Out of five, how many neighborhood meat shacks would you rate Pappy's Place barbecue? It's this is a hard one.
2: It is. Yes. I am going to give it five out of five. Wow. Okay. Just for the history alone, which I truly appreciate. So we do allow for historical stars and food stars
1: to be separate. Intermingled. <laughs> We've done it before. There's almost nothing we don't allow <laughs> yeah. when, when rating. We don't even keep track of this stuff. <laughs> yeah. There's no spreadsheet. There's a no, spreadsheet there's not. for literally everything else except for the ratings.
2: <laughs> I've always had a really good time at Pappy's. Yeah. And that's worth a lot. I 100% agree with that. Dan?
0: Uh, You know, I, I think if I am factoring in the historical significance of this place along with my experiences with the food... I'm gonna go about four stars. Okay. Um, or or meat shacks or whatever. I truly didn't love the food as much as I thought I would. I don't. I don't want to compare places, but the other barbecue place that we have covered on Spring Food Mo, mm-hmm. I think, pretty much blows them out of the water on all fronts. I really enjoyed the food more at a across the street barbecue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But four, though, I'm gonna drop a four on them. Honestly. Okay. okay.
1: I. Don't know if I totally agree with your assessment in the comparison to the other place that shall not be named, though it is across town. Um, (laughs) I really love the hot links, the beef, the first time I had the pork, and that ham is so good. So the three things I did fantastic, Yeah, pretty (laughs) much. (laughs) Those were the good things. I also love the space, you know, the old bar with all the historical relics in there. Um, I got to go four and a half because there are some things about it that that could be better, but it's just as far as a place to go hang out and eat. And by the way, the prices are very reasonable. Yeah. Uh, it's very cool. It's a cool spot. Love, love to hang out. Would
0: love to hang out there more. (laughs) Somebody buy it. Yeah. If I I had a big group of people, uh, to kind of fill up that patio Mm. space, go get some near beer, uh, just, (laughs) just, just have yourself, A grand old time out there. It it seems like a fun hangout. If only there were like a way we could gather people at Pappy's together that like had some things in common.
1: (laughs) It'd be fun for us to try and do that. Maybe a
0: group of people that uh, all enjoy a very stupid podcast. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So that's Pappy's. I'm so glad we finally got it. Wow.
1: Hopefully that was fun. Maybe the (laughs) podcast from SGF guys would be willing to help you guys out. Yeah. 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 Yeah, We should talk to those dudes. Yeah. Yeah. Good guys. I don't know. They're not very nice. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, dudes. So now we're going to move on to our two different guest interview segments. Uh, this first one is called uh, Life of Cheese.
2: So I was sitting in this coffee house, and this old man at the table next to me struck up a conversation. He said you had an amazing story. Let's see then. Where we begin?
1: So Vance. Yes. Uh, I see you've got the eye of the tiger. Not really <laughs> He's do. ready to talk. Indeed. Real th- chatty. <laughs> <laughs> Walk us through a day in the life of a cheeseman. What's it like running Druffs, uh, Springfield's premier grilled cheesery?
2: The Crumble House, which is located yes. <laughs> at 331 Park Central East, <laughs> just east of the Galois Theater, right on the corner of Park Central East and Jefferson, which turns right into St. Louis and Jefferson. It does. No, like those you, are all true. I seems like you might have said that before. On the phone <laughs> to maybe like a, after Edna makes that peach cobbler, she will call and ask <laughs> me for directions. And instead of screaming like, use Google, that's what I say. Um, it's been interesting, man. It's getting easier. I have a lot of really good help that I'm incredibly grateful for that allows me to not work as much as I could. An ideal day for me is that I wake up and play basketball at 5:30 a.m. with some other business owners at the downtown YMCA. That rules. It's super fun. Love it. And then I go to dunk. (laughs) No, no. I can like tear my calf muscle. (laughs) That's that's what (laughs) what I have most recently done. Uh, So it's good to be back doing that. And then I go to work, and I generally open the restaurant. five of the six days that were open or for most of the days that were open. And I'm there for somewhere between four and 10 hours, just kind of depends on what my employee situation is like, and just work with vendors to get product and stuff like that. And it's a lot can be a lot. Sometimes it can not be that much, though. It just kind of waxes and wanes with how much time I'm in the restaurant, which what? right now is a lot. What time do you have to get there to like open it up
0: for the breakfast? I'm always curious with breakfast spots, like how early you have to get there to it's, prep
2: for a rush. It's not as early as you think. I get there at about 10 till 7 and we oh, open really? at 7. Okay. But what I'll do a lot of the times is go the night before and basically set the entire restaurant up sure. for myself so that I can come in while still perspiring from yeah. that <laughs> basketball that I played. You got everything ready to go. You got your mise en place pretty much just get good coffee ready. Yeah, and that's okay. The weekday breakfast at the crumble house located at three thirty one. Sure. Park Central. Yeah, uh, <laughs> is, um, uh, slow to be honest with you and oh. like it really doesn't get popping until like closer to lunchtime. Most of the most of the time thursday fridays are better than the earlier weekdays but um, that's
0: insane your breakfast food is so good people should be filling it up yeah in, in it the is morning. delicious so,
2: and it's grown a lot uh, but it's still like not entirely overwhelming where i can take it pretty easy in there in the morning so that's let's nice. overwhelm vance guys yeah come get in, in there get that watch crumble. me
0: watch me turn red <laughs> live <laughs> Any exciting future
1: plans for the place? You just can keep grinding the way you have Well, been. we're
2: starting that ice cream thing. I don't know if yeah. you guys have seen that. Uh, so I guess I failed to mention that basically every free moment I have, <laughs> I've been making ice cream. Oh, oh. that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so that's been fun. The summer, like I said, it can be challenging at times. So trying to find some things that will bring some folks down there. So we started making two different kinds of ice cream currently, which is like a basil ginger ice cream. And then a strawberry ice cream with strawberry reduction in it. Ooh. That's, uh, they're both really awesome. And you brought those for us to try, right? <laughs> no, no, I brought someone else's desserts actually, which was a mistake, but yeah. So, and then those are on some cookies that like Eleanor's helping me bake. Uh-huh. And, um, so those are really good. And Eleanor Friedberger from the Fiery <laughs> Yes. right? Right, that's uh, awesome. Who was up in St. Louis, uh, <laughs> just earlier this week, but yeah, just doing that. I'm going to make some more of those this afternoon and, um, just eating a lot of ice cream.
1: I think we just broke some news because now the world knows that
2: there exists prairie pie cookies. Oh, oh that's God. true. I actually specifically was told not to mention that <laughs> oh. she's making the sugar cookies that everybody asks her about. We should definitely leave this in. <laughs> <laughs> she would love some more, more unwarranted phone calls. Prairiepie.com I think for they're all, all your warranted. sugar cookies. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: They're so tasty. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's a tough life where I eat ice cream and desserts all the time. Yeah. It's really challenging. Making good cheese. Got to play a lot of it, basketball. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Truly.
1: I can't wait to try those ice creams. You got to get in and try those and report back, I think. Yeah, So let's yeah. just do another Druffs episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I've been saying for a long time since that Dairy Queen closed that we need an actual ice cream place yeah. downtown. It's crazy. I'm pretty sure I've talked about it on the show before. There's a gelato place, but it's not really the same thing. Yeah. It's maybe a little too fancy yeah. for what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And I go to the gelato place. Don't get me wrong. Just need
2: some real ice cream. That's the end goal Yeah, with what I've got going now. So There's, Druffs is just going to be an ice cream place? No, not. I mean, so earlier this year, we looked at, how to maybe open like an ice cream shop and sort of hell-bent on making things harder than they need to be, which is sort of my deal. And (laughs) yeah, we want to make our own ice cream. Yeah, But it'll be next summer, I think, before that happens.
1: I know some people that have also looked into starting an ice cream place and have been told that getting a a pasteurizing machine is like a big hassle. It's very expensive.
2: So there was like this whole collection of people that were all going to make ice cream at the same time, three different entities, and we all sort of met... I went back and forth with the health department a bunch, both state and county, and it's easier than what we initially thought. Where oh. We don't have to repasteurize everything, oh. so that's why there really isn't any local ice cream because of lack of communication, really, between uh-huh. health departments. Where homegrown foods once was, they're gonna they're also making their own ice cream, and oh, I that's know that great. they're working on it. So culture
1: counter, yeah, that's mm.
2: correct. Yeah, uh, which is Bryce and uh, another gal that. Shawnee, at, yeah. Shawnee, yeah, who used to work at T Bar. So, and I talked to Bryce the other day and they're making really crazy stuff too. So, that's
1: awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be the ice cream revolution in oh Springfield, Missouri goodness, yeah. next yeah. summer, I guess. No, I'm excited.
2: <laughs> yeah. And I'll probably like maybe weigh 350 pounds. Oh, yeah. Next summer, <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. Sure. I'm, like,
1: I, I'm already working on it, just doing this dumb show. <laughs> yeah. Why <yeah. laughs> yeah. not? Yeah. All right. Let's do our final segment of the day. Last meal.
0: Funny bitch. Well, we're back with another. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we're back from that break. A we're, 10 second to break.
0: We're back with another edition of uh, Spring Food Mo fan favorite, Last Meals with our guest, Vance Hall, this it's week. only one meal, Dan. Uh, you know? vance can decide if he wants more than one meal we've never really heavy i'm a known heavy eater actually (laughs) anyway vance you have of course been sentenced to death um you have been selling unpasteurized underground ice cream uh for a while now and it's finally caught up with you because of the sting operation that we call spring food mode <laughs> andy and i are in fact the feds um vance was driving here like ray liotta in goodfellas whenever he's looking at the helicopter same cocktail of things going on in his body as well <laughs> mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. very relatable <laughs> um, so You, of course, are being crumbled to death. (laughs) A a fitting way to go for a a crumbler like yourself. So, of course, you get your last meal here in the Spring Food Mo Penitentiary before we crumble you. (laughs) Before we crumble your ass. What does that even mean? You you know, I assume we cook you in kind of a cast iron skillet to get Mm -hmm. some browning uh, crust on there, and then we crumble you up with uh, your choice of regular sausage or of course Jake's vegan breakfast sausage.
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> a vegan <laughs> Either, human crumble. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Either way, sweet relief is on its way. That's yes. Yeah, oh, right. Yeah. yeah that's mm. one way to look at it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it will be very painful. <laughs> so uh you of course you of course get to pick a drink, appetizer, entree, and dessert from any of your favorite Springfield locally owned institutions. Why don't you go ahead and hit us with a? Uh, App or drink, I guess. Whichever one you want to start with.
2: Sure. Drink. <laughs> <A> drink. <laughs> oh, drink is where we're going to start. I honestly just want like a classic fountain Coca-Cola. Really? Yeah. Anywhere in particular. Uh, <laughs> Drops. <laughs> 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 yeah. 331 Park Central. Um, I actually, I should clarify. Like uh, the best soda that I have had recently is like out of a can at like Golden Girl. Oh, okay, oh, which makes so no you don't d- want that. <laughs> 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 yeah, I want a canned Coca-Cola Yeah, that locally owned company. <laughs> yeah. Coca-Cola. Yeah, Coca-Cola. I'm sorry. Coca-Cola. No, no, I don't have, no. No, it's good. no you're <laughs> yeah. fine. Yeah, uh, how about that app? How about that app? <laughs> I want the pulled pork nachos from the dugout. All right. Okay, yeah, those are good. No, Some, are you-
1: sometimes somebody's going to say mm, angry birds <laughs> <What>? app. <laughs> Move on. Let's move on. Yeah. I'm sorry I interrupted. I'm actually, I'm sorry. That was stupid. I shouldn't have done it. How about that (laughs) entree?
2: I would have the chicken strips and fries from the JOB public house. Oh, Oh, wow. Mm. It's probably the most consumed meal I've ever had. Really? Haven't had those, and They're pretty incredible. I'm sort of a, a basic fella as far as my eating habits can go at a basic boy a basic boy boi and uh (laughs) they're like hand breaded chicken strips super delicious obviously those fries are Job, little brown sugar on them Mm. never had either that sounds incredible no no i'm i'm
0: missing out buddy yeah Yeah.
1: we had them on the schedule last fall and knocked them out knocked them off there for
2: something else don't remember what because i don't want no freaking job (laughs) (laughs) Mm
1: -hmm. and dessert
2: I would have the honey custard from Prairie Pie. Uh, All right, unreal with a little sea salt. Honestly, that pie, regardless of my romantic interests in this, uh, <laughs> <laughs> chain, like before we were dating, it changed my whole opinion on pie as a whole. He's dating pie. a pie. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> dating <laughs> Prairie Pie. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes, I am. That would be a good way to go out, and a glass of milk yes. would be the All most right. ideal. Yeah. Now, you can get that locally you know, right up on that uh, highland.
1: Some cows dairy. over there. Yeah.
2: Yeah. a Nice, just like hot milk out of a nutter would be really great. A little fat on top still. Yes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I like a real heavy cream. Yeah.
0: Well, that all sounds lovely. Um, Hopefully, it's it's worth you being crumbled to death. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think so. As we mentioned, it is going to be very painful. So we'll go ahead and get on with that. Um, Andy, how about we wrap up the show? <laughs> yeah, it seems
1: like a good plan. I, I suspect this will be our longest ever episode. So wow. congratulations. Spring Food Mo. Maybe not. Maybe we should keep going a little longer. <laughs> yeah. Just make it an even 90 minutes. Yeah. We're going to do it sometime. Sometime we'll make it. Sure. To 90. Not quite today, I don't think. Anyway, thank you so much for doing this, Vance. Thank you for and Again, me. I'm sorry that it took so long to actually make it happen. That We had to move you around. You were very uh, understanding. I thank you very much for that. It was all
2: my fault, I think. No, it was not your
0: fault. No. Not even close. I think the uh, fellas at the shadow organization. Sogmo would have something to say about that.
1: <laughs> anyway, we're happy you're here. Um, come back when you're ready for us to try that ice cream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Next week is our 50th episode. Wow. I can't believe it. How insane that we're able to sustain anything in our lives for this long. <laughs> we're gonna do something really special. We're going to view a place that uh, doesn't quite match what you're used to us talking about. Sure. And we're going to have a Cuz it's not a restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have a very special guest <laughs> along with us. Rick's Automotive. Review. Huh? Rick's Automotive. <laughs> Rick's is Automotive. That, well, is that what you guys are <laughs> next <reviewing? laughs> week. Reviewing Rick's Automotive. <laughs> Tune in.
0: Boom <laughs> boom. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to Spring Food Mo. We really appreciate it. And if you'd like to support our podcast, guess what?
1: You can. Visit support.springfoodpod.com. That's
0: support.springfoodpod.com. Thanks for the money.
2: (laughs) Spring Food Media. I'm a real fat freak. I'm a real fat freak. I'm a real fat freak. As little as twenty
0: dollars to your favorite new metal singers from the <laughs> early two <like> thousands. <laughs>
2: somebody like riffraff. Oh as yeah, a goodness, gift. That's going to run for more seventy
0: five dollars, <laughs> and I would never give riffraff <laughs> a penny. Let really? it be known right here What's on Army Food with, Mo.
2: Uh, Horse Christian. He's
0: uh Jody High Roller is just trash <laughs> and uh, <laughs> doesn't deserve uh. Doesn't deserve to enter my
2: ears. Guys, this has been really fun, (laughs) but I'm just going to roll. I like one of his albums quite a bit. (laughs) I don't really love his music very much, but I just have a real affinity for somebody to stay in character. I think he's a great entertainer. I do get that. And I think he's actually self-aware. I guess the self-awareness that I appreciate, really, yeah, you more know, than anything.
0: He ventures into your die word territory, another so, group that I really can't since this is going to be cut and put at the end of the episode, I'm going to go ahead and say, hey, everybody, please donate to the show,
1: support.springfoodpod.com.